everyone, I'm Taffney Hopper, and you're listening to Talking Nonprofits, a podcast about the world of nonprofits. Follow along so you too can learn how to make a difference in your community. Today, our guest is Ben Miranda, the Director of Operational Impact and Business Development of Endeavors. Here's a snapshot of Ben. Ben is a 24-year veteran of the United States Air Force who rose to the Air Force's highest rank of Chief Master Sergeant, an accomplishment that less than 1% of enlisted individuals achieve. He deployed in support of Operations Enduring Freedom, Iraqi Freedom, New Dawn, Unified Response, and to multiple counter-drug operations in Latin America. Ben is the commissioner for the Texas Military Preparedness Commission, He's a lifetime member of Disabled American Veterans and the Air Force Sergeants Association. He is married to Gabby Miranda, a proud El Pasoan, and he is also an El Pasoan. And they have five children, Devin, Mina, Marisol, Benjamin, and Asher. And we're here to talk about Ben's role as a Director of Operational Impact and Business Development at Endeavors. That is an impressive bio, Ben. Thank you. It's always nice to hear that, you know, that family's included in all your accomplishments, because it's definitely, I could, you know, I'm one that always says that, you know, without a, a your the right family support, nothing can get accomplished. So, so thank you for including Gabby and my babies in that, because it's, it always brings a, a smile to my face, because it reminds me of how important family is. I agree. I agree. I, I always mention my two boys, Matthew and Isaac. I love them. They're serving their country too. So I've read the background about Endeavors, but please tell our audience the beginning. Please give them this great story of how you guys began. Wow, we have such a rich history. You know, Endeavors is a long-standing national nonprofit organization that was funded at in, in San Antonio in 1969 by inner city churches to help meet the homeless population needs in the community. We've broadened our geographical footprint and we've supported victims of presidential natural disaster, disasters across Texas, North Carolina, Florida, and Puerto Rico. I do want to take a little bit of time just to, to share what Endeavors does and what we've done in, in such a rich history timeframe. You know, we, we believe everybody has the capacity to grow, to heal, to change, and to succeed. That's why Endeavors passionately serves vulnerable people in crisis through comprehensive, effective, and innovative services that empower them to build better lives for themselves, for their families, and their communities. When I first started working for Endeavors, of what it's done since 1969 by starting in helping a city where, where it was seeing massive growth in San Antonio, but that growth brought also an issue of homelessness because as the city grew, the homeless population was also increasing. So there was five San Antonio Presbyterian churches that joined efforts back in 1969 to start the San Antonio Urban Council. And through that council, there were, you know, that council provided healthcare, education, homeless support, uh, support for senior citizens, in, in childcare to low-income San Antonio families. And it's done phenomenal since then. From 1969, uh, it, it moved into expanding the reach of the council and the name changed to the San Antonio Urban Ministries. 
it grew from five small churches to 35 churches in San Antonio, where the focus was to help vulnerable populations in San Antonio. Fast forward, fast forward into the 1980s, the Urban Council partnered with Reverend Louis Zimbeden of the First Presbyterian Church to be able to continue to provide counseling services, supply clothing, uh, open up food pantries uh, into what is now known the San Antonio Food Bank. Uh, so again, there's some rich history that Endeavors has been able to have in the San Antonio community and as it expanded into other areas like El Paso. Now, on the turn of the century in 2000, uh, the San Antonio Urban Council had become a vital and versatile expression of human compassion in San Antonio. Directing its focus on the urban needs of the new millennium, it continued to serve as an umbrella agency for after-school care and the Fairweather Lodge that we operate there in San Antonio. In 2010, leading into the 2011 timeframe, uh, San Antonio Family Endeavors, which it changed its name to Family Endeavors, began receiving federal funding in an effort to end veteran homelessness while maintaining their support of vulnerable populations in several different categories. In 2013, the organization had begun to offer emergency services, deploying the first group of reservists in support of caring and sheltering migrant children and had developed the Veteran Supportive Services Program to prevent the rapidly rehousing homeless veterans and their families. Seeing this expansion of services outside of San Antonio, the name of the company was shortened to Family Endeavors to reflect the geographic expansion. Over the next several years, emergency programs would see quick expansion. And in 2015, disaster case management was added to the list of the services that we provided. That same year, Supportive Services to Veteran Families Program expanded into other parts in Texas, as well as Alabama, Florida, and North Carolina, making Family Endeavors the largest provider of SSVF in the country. Utilizing our expansive serving veterans, Family Endeavors expanded into mental health services for veterans through its partnership with the Cohen Veterans Network, opening our first military family clinic in San Antonio in 2016, the next two years, we would see the expansion of our clinic in El Paso. And that's when the Cohen Military Family Clinic at Endeavors opened its door here in El Paso in 2017, following also with the clinic in Killeen, where we have Fort Hood. In 2018, housing and community-based services expanded to North Carolina to provide shelter to homeless women and children. Through these efforts with disaster recovery, border expansion, and veteran mental health clinics, Endeavors more than doubled the number of lives we've impacted from over a little bit over 16,000 in 2017 to over 44,000 lives that we impacted in 2018. It was also in 2018 that family endeavors simply became known as endeavors. So that's our rich history. And there's just so much more that we continue to do in our local communities to make sure that we, we impact lives to save lives, marriages, and families. How has COVID affected your services? Like many other nonprofit and, and organizations across our community, we've had to adjust. I remember in, in March when we received the notice specifically uh, from our Cohen Veterans Network and our Endeavors leadership that we had to go and start working remotely. And we had to find ways and be innovative to be able to go from one clinic, our, our brick and mortar clinic that we have here in El Paso, 
and expand into a little bit over 20 clinics. And the way we say, and the reason I say 20 clinics, because every one of our clinicians had to open up their clinic operations from their residents. So that's why I said we went from one clinic to over 20 clinics, because now our clinicians had to find a space in their home, structure it with the right infrastructure and the right logistics to make sure that they continue to provide the quality mental health care that we were providing pre-COVID. Uh, so innovation, you know, being flexible, being adaptable really played a key role in us adjusting to the COVID pandemic. But I could tell you, our clinicians have been doing a phenomenal job to continue to provide that, that quality and accessible mental health care that our veterans and their families need. So we adjusted like many other organizations. But in addition to that adjustment and flexibility, we also searched for other opportunities to grow, uh, to, be, to, to ensure that we, we stayed innovative, that, that we stayed adaptable, and that, and that we found opportunities to seek the need of our, of our community because so much need was created out of this pandemic. So we needed to make sure that as an organization that prides itself in helping vulnerable populations, that we, that we found and seek the need and inserted ourselves to say, how can we help? So really the big question that we've been asking throughout, you know, to our community partners is how can we help with what we do best? And we've been able to, to, to support in that effort. That's great to offer your services to part and partnerships are, are, that's what builds our community is doing those partnerships. So thank you for, for highlighting that in the beginning of January, I believe we saw each other at the point in time, um, counting the homeless for, for El Paso. And uh, out of the point in time, 2020, across Texas, there were 338 veterans that were homeless. Uh, how is Endeavors uh, participating in eliminating the homeless amongst veterans? You know, in, in various ways, that's a great question. You know, I'll, I'll talk geographically of what Endeavors is doing. Uh, across the state of Texas. And then I'll talk a little bit about what we're doing here in El Paso to help with, with our homeless veteran population. So as I mentioned through our rich history, uh, Endeavors is the largest, the largest provider of supportive services for veteran families uh, across the state of Texas. We currently serve over 84 counties in Texas specifically to address the veteran homelessness population. So through our SSVF services, and this is funding that we received through the VA, we're able to have case managers that are on the ground, boots on the ground, and be able to have that, that personal touch with veterans that are experiencing homelessness or at the brink of homelessness. So we bring that personal touch, the innovative case management to be able to sit down with these veterans to say, how can we help you and prevent homelessness or to get you out of homelessness and really tailor that service for that particular need that that veteran and their families might have. So one of the ways that we're addressing homelessness in the state of Texas is by providing our SSVF services, but not only by providing the SSVF services, by also providing intensive case management to help veterans find employment, you know, brush up on their, on their interviewing skills, find them a suit so they can go interview and better their quality of life to make sure that our veterans get out of homelessness. Specific to El Paso, uh, we started providing SSVF services also during the pandemic. Uh, it was during the July timeframe where, where the VA allowed us to come into El Paso with uh, SSVF services. And we've been able to make tremendous impact in our El Paso community. 
from our 2020 uh, point in time count that you referenced that, that, we, that we participated in January, this past January, we know that from that data that at any given time, we have about roughly about 55 homeless veterans in El Paso on any given day. So there's, there continues to be a need for us to be innovative and to continue to provide our services. And not only from, from, from the Endeavor's perspective, but collaboratively, because our case managers are always in tune of what, also, what, what other services do other providers in our community also provide to help our veterans that are, that, are, you know, that are at the brink of homelessness or are homeless to connect them to those services. So, so back to collaboration, it's, it's important to collaborate because Endeavors can't do it by themselves. We provide a service, but we do it in collaboration also with other, with other community providers. Speaking of collaborations, what is something that Endeavor is proud of achieving, whether it's on your own or in a collaboration effort since beginning here in El Paso in 2017? And what's a project you'd like to achieve in the future? Oh my goodness, there's so much, there's, I, I, there's so many success stories that, that our team here in El Paso has had since we opened our doors uh, with the Stephen A. Cohen Military Family Clinic at Endeavors here in El Paso in 2017. I could tell you, the first success story is really the team that, that we have in our clinic. That in itself is a success because our clinicians and our administrative staff that work out of the Cohen Clinic here in El Paso are passionate. They're, they're subject matter experts in what they do. They've been able to show our community that the, the care that they provide, the service that they provide and the way that they do it by staying, but you know, by, by continuing to stay at the forefront of mental health care for veterans, by continuing to be professionals, by continuing to develop themselves as counselors, that in itself is a success because as professionals, our, our team prides itself to, to, to provide the services that we do to make sure that we're saving lives, that we're saving families, you know, that we're saving homes through the counseling that we provide. So that's the first success that we have as a team. In addition, other successes that we've seen is the collaboration. We've, we've been able to collaborate in multiple efforts throughout our El Paso community to ensure that as we provide services, not only to our veterans, but the community as a whole, that we do it in a collaborative effort. Because when two or more come together and, and, and work at it together, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. we're, not, we're not afraid to share successes in our community because a success to endeavors is a success to the whole, the whole entire El Paso community. And what do we wanna achieve in El Paso in the future? My goodness, I mean, there's so much opportunity for growth and innovation here in El Paso. Just like in San Antonio, you know, we have a family fair weather lodge where we serve women and children, uh, you know, that are dealing with mental health illnesses, uh, that have dealt with, with domestic abuse. We want to bring that concept and that operation here in El Paso as well. Hopefully in the future, we, we you know, in, in the next time that we talk, we'll be talking about the grand opening for a family, family fair weather lodge here in El Paso. In addition to that, one of the things that we're also looking into into bringing here into uh, to San Antonio, it's I'm sorry here in El Paso, as we're seeing in San Antonio, is our Veteran Wellness Center. So our Veteran Wellness Center is, uh, is going to be opening up early 2021, and we're going to be providing comprehensive wellness programs to our veterans and their families. It's a beautiful building that's being built from the ground up. 
Uh, our military family clinic is going to be co-located with our veteran wellness center there in San Antonio. And it's the first of its kind in the, in the country. So we're gonna be seeing a lot of innovation, a lot of care, a lot of services provided there at the veteran wellness center. And we wanna bring that concept to El Paso too, because there's a need here in El Paso. Roughly, you know, in El we know that in El Paso, in the El Paso County, there's roughly, depending on what data you're looking, mm -hmm. between some say 55,000 veterans in El Paso County, some other data shows us close to 70,000, but regardless, between 55 to 70,000 veterans in El Paso County to include their families, a veteran wellness center will be very welcome here in El Paso. And these are conversations that we are already having with our community leaders at the county, at the city, with other community providers, because it's a collaborative effort that we wanna see here in El Paso. You already talked about the best thing about your team. Would you like to add, I know that one of your team members is Ishmael Lopez. He just won a major award. Could you talk about that and tell us something else that's great about your team? Oh my goodness. I could go down the list of, of and, and, and just pick two or three things of, from every individual in our team, but specifically to Ismael. We're so proud of Ismael Lopez. He's He's our uh, outreach and life skills coordinator for the Stephen A. Cohen Military Family Clinic here at Endeavors here in El Paso. And I could tell you, he is someone uh, in our community that many veterans look up to. And not only veterans, many individuals in our community look up to. So I also sit uh, in the El Paso County Veteran Advisory Board. Uh, I'm appointed by Judge Samaniego, or County Judge Samaniego as his advisor and chair that board. And two years ago, uh, Judge Samaniego uh, gave us a vision. He goes, I want to be able to recognize veterans that are doing phenomenal things in our community. How should we do that? So we, we stood up an exploratory board to be able to provide him with some potential, uh, you know, courses of action of how we could recognize veterans and meet his, his directive of how he wanted to do it. And through that effort, uh, the El Paso County stood up the, the El Paso Veteran Wall of Honor. So if, you, if anybody ever has the chance to go to the El Paso County and go to the third floor where the county commissioners sit, you will see firsthand the El Paso County Veteran Wall of Honor. It's beautiful. We recognize all the eras of war since the Spanish-American War to present time. And in the middle of that wall, you will see a picture of Ismael Lopez because every year, we recognize an El Paso County Veteran of the Year. And this year, Ismael was selected amongst his peers and amongst a board. It's a, it's a nomination process. And I can tell you, the, the competition was fierce because we truly have a lot of veterans here in El Paso that do phenomenal work for their community. They're literally coaches. They're mentors in the Big Brother, uh, Big Sister programs. They're, they're out in the community volunteering at the food bank with Team Red, White, and Blue with the mission continues and doing phenomenal things across the community. But this year, Ismael's story and, and community collaboration and efforts really stood up amongst many other things. Uh, and Ismael has done phenomenal work uh, to make sure that our veterans are, are taken care of, not only with our mental health care that we provide at the Cohen Clinic, but also to be, to be included into other areas where they can serve, when they can better their quality of life. I mean, he led the, the Travis Mannion 9-11 uh, Heroes run. He was the run director for that. That takes a lot of work and a lot of collaboration. Uh, he's developed curriculum to be able to provide uh, to our veteran families 
so their lives can be better through support groups and life skills. So Ismael has done phenomenal work, but I could tell you, I could tell you, Ismael has the support from the team at the Coin Clinic that the team encourages him, our team pushes him, our team really rallies up around Ismael. So it's a team effort. So when Ismael uh, was nominated uh, for this prestigious award in El Paso County, it was truly a team effort. And I contribute that to our clinicians and our administrative uh, staff members at the Coin Clinic because it, it, we all shared that award of what Ismael was able to accomplish. So we're very proud of Ismael. And if Ishmael listens to this, Taffney is proud too. I've known him for a long time. That's why you know, yeah. I wanted to point that out. I've known him for years. So we are proud of you, Ishmael. We, we know that you're going to really go far with your commitment and your, your, your passion for veterans. So kudos to you. Um, what valuable lessons have you learned since becoming one of the directors of Endeavors? You know, one of the valuable lessons that I've learned is no matter where we're at, when we represent Endeavors and we represent the COIN Veterans Network through the mental health care that we provide in El Paso, it all has to do with integrity. You know, integrity in the system and then integrity in the services that you provide. You have to build trust. You have to build collaboration. You have to be innovative and you have to find opportunities for growth. Because as any other nonprofit organization, we have to make sure that we stay valuable and that we add value to the community that we serve. So I'm always very mindful of what value are we adding as an organization to our community and how we do that is very important. We do that through, through the staff that we hire because we're very proud of, of making sure that we bring in staff that are passionate, that are subject matter experts in their field, that are innovators, uh, that are critical thinkers, and that are people that serve with an open heart. Another lesson that we've learned is we got to make sure that we stay on top of community issues. We can't operate with a 1980s mentality. The 1980s was great. The, 1990, the 1990s was great, but we can operate with a 1980s and a 1990s mentality. We have to be innovative and we have to be adaptable to make sure that we continue to provide the services that we provide and that we're great at providing, but adapting to the, to the needs of the community. So those are a couple of things that, we, that, we've, that I've learned and that we've learned is making sure that we build trust, collaboration, innovation, and find opportunities for growth in the community that we serve. I don't want to leave without mentioning or highlighting your, your again, your 24 year military career. So what skills have you brought from the military into endeavors? The skills that I learned uh, while, while I was in uniform and serving have definitely transferred into, into what I'm able to do now as a, as a retired military member. You know, some of those skills are, are really embedded into the core values that, that the Air Force prides itself in. Like, like all the other services, the Army, the Marines, and the Navy, each one of us have, have our own core values. But in particular, to the, to the Air Force's core values, integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do. And those core values have really given me the opportunity to be able to continue to serve under those premises of making sure that everything that I do is done with integrity, everything that I do is done with excellence, and everything I do is service before self. 
So it's important for me. It's those those core values that were that were really embedded in me and that I practice even in my in my personal life have really provided me the skills to continue to serve in the new role that I serve now for Endeavors. Oh. How can people donate to your services and get in touch with you? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to answer that question. So anybody can go to our Endeavors webpage. They can go to endeavors.org. Again, it's endeavors.org. And when you go to our main landing page, at the top rank, right corner, you'll see a box that says donate. Uh, and, and you could just click there. And, and really what you're doing by donating is you're supporting our, our mission. And we're going to be able to utilize the funding that anybody donates where it's needed the most. Uh, you know, if, if it, someone's unsure of what program to donate, you know, the highest need for financial assistance, consider giving an unrestricted gift. Uh, or you could really say, I want to help veterans or I want to have help this particular program. You know, you can give as little as $25. You can give as much as you want. Any dollar amount is welcome. But again, you can go to our webpage at endeavors.org and hit the donate button that you, you'll find at the top right-hand corner. And, and, you can, and, and you can search and, and maneuver through the, our webpage and really learn about our programs. You'll see videos, you'll see testimonials, uh, you know, you'll see stories of, of our history. You'll see information about news and media, a little bit about our, our, our you know, information about our executive leadership. So go to our page and learn about Endeavors and the work that we do to help our communities. What's the phone number should they call if they need help? If, they, if you need help specifically here in El Paso, or if you just wanna connect in any of our areas, one of the things, the best thing that you could do is you can go, again, go to our webpage, or you can just call. It just, this is our number in San Antonio, and you're able to connect any, to any of our programs because they'll pass you through those things. You can call 210-431-6466. Again, in our headquarters, you can call 210-431-6466. And someone will answer and someone will be able to connect you to any of our programs that we have serving across our, our communities. Okay. In your own words, what is community to you, Ben? Community is serving with an open heart and really understanding that community is defined as being diverse. Because when, whenever you, you live in a community and you serve your community, you have to make sure that all your programs touch every component of diversity. And we're proud of that in Endeavors because we serve communities in, in various areas throughout the United States. And we have to make sure that we are embedded into our community, that we understand the culture of our community that we serve, and that we understand the needs of the communities that we serve. For example, San Antonio's community is so different than El Paso. El Paso's community is so different than Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, the community in Fayetteville, North Carolina is so different than the community in Puerto Rico. Uh, that's why it's important that when you when you talk about community, that you don't create barriers and say, this is, what this is what community is to me. No, you have to open up your blinds and say, community is so broad. And we have to understand that community is a representation of diversity. So diversity is so important and plays a big role whenever we're talking about community. 
Communication is diversity. That's a that's a great definition. So this ends our podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of it. I hope I know that I learned a lot about endeavors, and I'm sure a lot of other people have learned a lot as well. So we're signing off. Thank you again, Ben, for being a part of our podcast. Thank you. God bless you all. Join me each week to learn about a nonprofit's journey by subscribing to Talking Nonprofit wherever you receive your podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, if you have any questions or would like to be featured on the show, send a note via the contact form on our website. Until next time, be the difference.